Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. It's just the title. You're welcome to you're welcome to believe or not believe. It's just the title. Okay. It's network, believe. The LEAV, which is the promo code you need for bet online for your sign up bonus. I'm Jeff, Jeff Kavanaugh. Hi. Kavanaugh! I'm from 97.1 The Freak, 2 to 6 p.m. in DFW. iHeartRadio app if you're outside the listening area. This is Jesse Holly, unfiltered with Jesse Holly right here on Believe in the Dallas Cowboys 24 7 Sports. Jesse's all over the place. He's a former cowboy and he's a badass human. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Uh, and yeah, so um, I hope that you uh, I hope you did better than I did. Uh, I didn't I didn't use monetary things, but we did at the station. We picked against the spread all four games this weekend. I went zero and four. So uh, stay tuned to social media as the loser of the bet. I will have to have with a sharpie, angry villain eyebrows drawn on me, and I think I'm gonna mm. shoot my mustache and do the twisty. But the NFL playoffs are here. NBA is cruising. Bet online's got you covered. Up to the second odds, news, and scores. Get on over there, get in the action, see all the updated odds, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. Hi, Jesse. Yo, yo, what's going on, my brother? Happy Monday. Uh, lots of stuff. We haven't talked since they decided that the head coach is going to stay the same, uh, and now everybody's family members likes to talk about sports. Uh, we we got we got a lot going on. <laughs> we got a lot happening. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yes, we do. Uh, yes, the Cowboys, they decided, came out last week, but the Cowboys decided they're keeping Mike McCarthy. And I know that's been a um, topic of discussion, fan base, national news, local news, Cowboy fans versus far uh, and near. And, you know, I, I guess now that I had a chance to kind of just sit and process it all, there is so much more. If you're if you're not going to completely say we're going in a absolute different direction, and I mean like like not I, I'm 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 not a fan of the retread. I really I'm I'm not, um, especially the old retread. If you weren't going to go with the youth movement and saying you know what we're going we're going youth we're going to a new guy who's never had a head coaching job before off one of these magnificent coaching trees who understands the new level of scheming football up who understands how to take a lot of the thinking out of the quarterback's hands and using pre-snap motion at a 60 or 70% rate and and blah 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 then i get mike mccarthy and i'm okay with it and i'm okay with it uh, because to get rid of a head coach and you and you have a pretty much of a you have a veteran football team like this is it when you think about it this isn't a like the Green Bay Packers have a team full of guys who are who now will be heading into their second and third year in football Babies. all across the board they they have they have children uh, on their football team and so you have an opportunity to kind of mold them and create them into the to the the football player you want them to be. The Cowboys, for the most parts, and in most parts, and a lot of their key places, have guys who've been here four, five, six plus years. So, if 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 you're going to keep this thing together, and I guess what they say, take another run at it. I'm not mad at Mike McCarthy. 
I'm not mad at the at, at the hire of Mike McCarthy. And, and again, we, we we don't need to rehash the game. Um, but I do think that there people have taken and put the way that the Cowboys had lost to the Green Bay Packers, and I think that magnified how much uh, they want the change in Mike McCarthy or whoever it may be. Um, but Bill Belichick's not a good fit here. Like Bill Belichick would be an absolute bad fit here. Jim Harbaugh, who has been a dictator for the last whatever amount of years that he was in Michigan, like he has run things his very own. No one, no one has told Jim Harbaugh how to do anything in Michigan for the last, what was he there, six years, seven years? However long, yeah. And he was the same way in San Francisco. Like, he left San Francisco because he was tired of dealing with the front office. He was like, get off of me. Like, like we're talking about dictators, right? We're talking about guys who will come in and want complete control. I want to control the roster. Now, we've, we've long said this about Jerry Jones when it comes to players understanding who holds the ultimate authority in a locker room. And that part, Mike McCarthy or whoever else comes into the fold will have to adjust to because players know there, there was a time a couple years ago under, the, under Jason Garrett where um, this is years ago where Felix Jones or someone fumbled in the game. And in the same, within the same like 45 minutes, Jason Garrett comes out. Some, I think it was Felix Jones. Someone fumbled twice. And, you know, Jason like, you know, there's consequences for that. And, you know, God's playing time may be adjusted and da 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 And within the, within the hour, Jerry was, was on, an, on a station or somewhere and was like, no, Felix will be fine. He'll be your starting running back next week. Woo pig suey. You, you know what I'm saying? It was like, so it's like no matter what the head coaches say, certain players are under a different law. In Dallas, they are under the Jerry Jones law. And then the other guys who are mid-level to the Jesse Hollies of the world, yeah, they controlled by the head coach. So going forward, I just I'm okay with Mike McCarthy. I am. I'm not I'm not thrilled anymore about it. I'm okay with it. Uh, and I hope that he spends this whole offseason working on what is the new level of football that can get you past um, the places that you've been. What I think the tough part is when you can re- go back and rewatch that game, it does. It all goes to the same thing. It all goes to the same thing. You get further away from a game, and people get less emotional about the result of a football game because, like, we'll talk about family members who are talking about cowboy things, and the only reason that that is a big story, I think, is because, like, they're the exact same as every other fan. Like they're giant cowboy fans while the team is losing, posting things, but they're related to somebody. So then it's just like, Oh my God, did you see what? It's like, yeah, I sat with three friends during the game who said all the same stuff and worse because they're watching the game and they're a fan. Um, I, the further I get away from it, the more I'm the only thing I didn't like about Mike McCarthy during that loss is they went away from who they've been. Correct. He said they were playing too fast. I disagree. I think he was playing too slow. He was thinking that second down is when we were going to run all the time. And it just made you into third and long. And it's like, no, you got here because four and 88. That's how you got here. Dak threw it to CD and Dak threw it to Ferguson. And you didn't run the ball well, but that was part of their game plan. Like there's a lot of ways that game can go differently. And I'm probably more disappointed with Dan Quinn than Mike McCarthy because I watched a lot of playoff football this weekend. And guess what? Baltimore wasn't scoring points early. 
And that was okay. Eventually they did. And when they did, they got to win. Mm-hmm. San Francisco didn't score a bunch of points early, but their defense allowed them to keep playing football. And then they did. And they got to win the football game. It happened over and over and over in the playoff games. And Dallas is the one team that you didn't score points early and it was over. You didn't get a chance. RIP. I said it yesterday and I don't, I hate even pointing it out because I'm a Dak Homer or whatever. Cause I think he's a really good football player and he's really good at quarterback. What happened to Jalen hurts in their playoff game, the Eagles, that's what happens when you get down by two or three scores for most quarterbacks, the idea that it got easy and none of the stuff the Cowboys offense did counts. That's not true. Think about what the Cowboys do to teams. When they get up, they get to play the way they want. They go after the quarterback, they destroy his life and they win by a hundred. You don't get to come back for free. That's the quarterback doing a good job. It just didn't matter because you didn't give the offense a chance to have that make a difference. So I was actually more disappointed in Dan Quinn. And then that just takes me to, okay, but is that Dan Quinn or is that that Dan Quinn couldn't necessarily do what he wanted to do? And I'm not going to give him that excuse either. So I'm watching Kansas city and Buffalo last night. This is just going off on whatever tangent I decided I'm going with my brain. Cause I have ADHD and don't worry about it. Sean McDermott, head coach of the bills. The very beginning of that game, they said, yeah, they got two linebackers that are hurt. Sean McDermott said, this is going to be the first time he's ever gone into a football game with only four linebackers. Cowboys had one. Yeah. They played with one all year. Now, Dan Quinn, you can't have a pass because we talked about when they picked up Marquise Bell as an undrafted free agent that Dan Quinn wanted him to be like a hybrid linebacker safety. Like that's his kind of player. So you could say they ran out of guys because Overshone and Van Der Esch got hurt, but you had a trade deadline. You had the opportunity to carry more linebackers than you carried. And the version of football you thought you were going to get to play, you don't always get to play. And so like that's a Dan Quinn thing, who's now on his second head coaching interview with like three different teams this week. But anyway, that was just a tangent that I went on and I don't even know where it came from. Hey, Jesse. No, but you're absolutely right. Um, I was I, I got a chance to interview um, uh, Oklahoma Sooner slash Baltimore Raven Mark Clayton um, a couple of days ago. And one thing he talked about, uh, you know, with those Raven defenses, he talked about he said, you know, your defense um, gives your quarterback a chance to be great. And not necessarily they have to win the game, but like you watch the playoff throughout this weekend. And it was the fact that, yeah, a lot of these quarterbacks, like Lamar didn't have these, you know, eye popping numbers. He threw for 150 yards. Yes, he ran for hundred yards, but it was like the defense gave him one opportunity to make a play, right? Kansas city, his defense gave him one opportunity to, to make it. They gave him an opportunity to make a play. Uh, it wasn't like he had to put the game on his back. No, he was he was always he was never like Patrick Mahomes never had to go full Super Saiyan mode. He was always within the realm of we can just play regular football here, guys. He didn't score in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, it's he didn't saying, score like, in the fourth quarter. I mean, they yeah. should have. They had a fumble, but like neither team scored in the fourth quarter. Sometimes your defense is allowed to play too. And and, and that's and that was the thing. And I think we 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 put so much onus on the you know the head coach slash office coordinator because. Uh, you know, Dan Quinn was put up in such a high, high regard for such a long period of time. But to your point, yeah, Dan Quinn never like he never had an answer for when guys got hurt. Like you never and a lot of other teams play without their starting linebackers that, you know, you 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 understand that hey, I got to go out there and put guys in this situation. Right. Like maybe give Rashawn like 
you can't, to me, you cannot tell me that Rashawn Evans, who was officially linebacker size, you can't tell me that Marquise Bell was a better option in the run-stopping department or the run-defense department or just flat-out being sheer bigger than Rashawn Evans. Like, mm-hmm. I, that part I, I won't buy. I just, no, Marquise I just won't Bell buy. is a great, great linebacker when you're up by 14 and they're right. row. And, and I'm like, and especially when you get into the playoffs, I try to explain to people that things change drastically. Like, you know, you don't get the blowouts and you don't get an opportunity. No, you you have to earn and fight for every inch. And if you give a team, if you give a team an opportunity to dominate you in a certain area, they will. They they, they will. Um, who was it? Um, who was number 27? Um, was it for the Chiefs? No, no. Uh, oh, God, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. So a quarterback went out and the backup number 27 came Oh, yeah, in. and they came and went right at him. And went right at him. Like, Three like three or four times in a row. Bang, 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 bang. Tampa. It was Jamel Dean went out. Yes. And they yes. went straight yes. at 27. At Tampa. And they went touchdown. They went on three or four times in a row. Bang, 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 bang. Scored a touchdown. Amon Roth, touchdown. Yes. And so it's like when you get into the playoffs, if there's an area where they think that they have a distinct advantage, they will abuse you. Like teams will just go out, fly out, abuse you. And the Cowboys, they gave themselves, they walked into the game. Like they walked into the Green Bay game with an absolute uh, with an absolute disadvantage, and, and Green Bay um, exploited it, and, as well as other things in the back end. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I look forward to see what the draft will look like. That that's going to be key. That's going to be huge to see what the draft looks like. But I, I don't think Mike McCarthy is a bad coach. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's a bad coach. And again, if you weren't going to go for one of the young guys, if you would have told me, hey, we're going, we're, we're going Bobby Slowick. Oh, we're going Ben Johnson. Then I go, okay, all right, cool, let's ride. That's where I think you can be. Like, if you're a Cowboy fan and you're mad at Jerry about keeping McCarthy, I think it's it's probably harder for us because we keep it in the context of what would he do if he got rid of McCarthy. You could be mad at him because I don't think he would consider those young guys. I don't either. Like, that bothers me. I think you should. There's one other guy I think you should consider which is, let me not get it wrong, Mike McDonald, the Ravens defensive coordinator. And I almost always want an offensive head coach, but that's because I want to run a Shanahan offense. Boy, he is slapping Shanahan offenses. The Baltimore, San Francisco got the business. Houston never got inside Baltimore's 25. If I think you've got some magic, I'll take a defensive coordinator too. It'll be rare, but he might be the one. But I guess that's why it's not like, I'm not mad you kept McCarthy because I know what you do if you don't keep McCarthy, which is it would have been some other retread who hasn't gotten the most out of Dak in his career. And so I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. We'll see what happens. We'll run it back one time. And he's a dead man walking, which will be yep. fun. So like yep. if they're three and three or three and four, he'll probably get fired right then. So just yep. have fun. Get ready for it. We're partying. We're having a great time. Uh, Cowboys family drama. Yeah, have you seen it? His mom said Dak sucks. Um, Micah's brother said that there are crimes in the organization against Micah. And what am I missing? And Dak's brother wants Dak out of Dallas because you guys are mean. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like, I I get it. Like, I, I, I am, everyone's an individual, right? And it's one thing if it's like a distant cousin or a great uncle or an auntie's on your mom's sister's side. But like, these situations are too close to the player for them not to have like smoke to it. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like 
when you hear CD Mom say something, when you hear, I mean, we all know, is it Tab or Tad? Tad. 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 Right. Like, like we've heard, Tad has been very vocal, you know, behind his brother for a very long time, and and then now, this is the first I've ever heard of 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 Terrence, Micah's brother. Oh, he's been around. Yeah, he's been around. He's got a podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but. At some point in time, you have, and, and these are all. Here's a further. Here's the funny part about it. These are all guys who are speaking on behalf, not on behalf. I shouldn't say that. That take that off. They're not speaking on behalf of anybody. They're speaking on behalf of themselves. But you're saying things in a moment of time where all three guys are looking to get new deals. Like you're, you're messing up the money. Like you, 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 you potentially could be messing up. The bread. Now, will Michael get paid? Yes. Will CD get paid? Yes. Will that get paid? Yes. I love that it's the three best, most important the players most on in, the whole team. The whole team. Like, and now, like, how does that conversation look? I, I don't. I don't know if these guys hang out as much in the offseason. I'm sure Dak and CD will at some point in time get together and run routes together. What is that a first initial conversation looks like? Because they probably aren't texting each other, right? Like. Hell, this is these these are two individuals who had a rift during the season and worked it out through the media before they finally, after three or four weeks, decided we should probably talk about this, right? And they've seen each other every single day in practice, and it took three or four weeks and these kind of subliminal messages back and forth in the media between the two of them for them to finally go, hey, let's talk. And, and so now they're not going to talk in the offseason. Next time they get together, that's going to be an awkward situation. When they have to, when they have to get there, I, I just, I just feel like, as family members, there, there should be, and, and let this be, let, let this be a cautionary tale to anyone who watches this, who have children that are getting ready to enter college or leaving college and may become a pro and may become all pro one day and the best player on their football team, or if your kid is in high school or in college, and your mom and your dad uh, and your brother or sister, you're like an immediate family member. Shut the hell up, <laughs> like, like, shut the hell up, please. Shut the hell up. And I mean that with the most respect I possibly can because don't make life more difficult than it has to be. I already have a job where the world gets an opportunity, those who know and do not know, to judge and critique me, right? We live in this social media world where everybody's going to say some of the most asinine things that we've ever heard in our lives. Don't give them material. Don't 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 let it be from the mouth of my mom or my dad or my brother or my sister. Like, just don't do it. Don't do it. I'm fine. Don't mess my money up. Don't give people. Now these guys have to answer this. Like, they're they're Micah has to, he has to come out and make a statement. Like the statement is anything that Terrence Parson Jr. says is separate from who I like I have to detach myself from my brotherhood of my own brother because his words may be detrimental to me and my team shut the hell up please I love it I, I, I do just, love that you're gonna put out a statement that says I am me and someone else is someone else yeah I, I just I, I mean here's a statement I'm not someone else I yeah. am me I'll tell you what stuff about me is I'm me, but it but it's it's hard not to believe because I mean we we oh, you assume, assume that it came from like that information come on from, like come yeah. on like th like this isn't again this isn't my third cousin removed this is 
Tad probably, I don't know where Tad's residence is at, but I'm sure it's, he's at Dak house. close to Dak. I'm sure it is. I'm sure he's at Dak house every single day. Uh, I'm sure that Micah's brother is at his house where mom cooks Sunday dinner at every single day, right? CD lives, like his family is from like, like Oklahoma or something like that. So like they're, they're here. I'm sure his mom is at the crib more often than not. So these, while I don't know 100% sure if any one of these guys have said any one of these things that the mom or brother has said that they're said, but it sounds like this may have been a conversation that you guys were having over dinner at the crib on the game, like sitting in the living room. And, and now you're giving second, you're giving, you're giving away family secrets, right? You're, 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 you're snitching, you're dry snitching on your sibling slash your son. So like, the, and it may be how you feel, but put it in the family group chat, right? Put it in that group chat. Don't put it in a place where now all of a sudden you've created a media storm and you've added friction to an already volatile situation that's happening right now in Dallas. Like we're, we're not even in February, 2024 is off to a hellish start. We're not even in February yet. And we're already talking about beef amongst players and beef towards the organization amongst your three best football players who you're about to sign to be here for at least five more years, each of them. So, so it's like, whew, this thing, this thing hasn't even gotten started yet. This, this can get ugly. Yeah. So if you're just joining us this off season, everyone's mad that they kept the head coach. The quarterback might wish that he were anywhere else, even though he doesn't. Um, the wide receiver, might think that the quarterback's not any good and the pass rusher might think that the organization is out to get him. All right, let's go. 2024, baby. Draft season. Man. That's Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. That's us brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, so thanks. Thanks for being with us wherever you're listening or if you're watching. We appreciate it. And remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. So be cool to everyone, even family members. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingency and shut your mouths. Hey, hey, did you see? I think that Travis, when he scored, was doing that to Jason Kelsey, not to Taylor. That's my hot take. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.